episode 41 from 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 shrooms to skyrim with matthew and hiram from 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 shrooms to skyrim with matthew Shrooms to Skyrim with Matthew from, and Hiram. From, 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 from Shrooms to Skyrim. From Shrooms to Skyrim. Episode 41. 41. Si, senor. Como estas hoy? Bien, y tú? Estoy very bien. Mucho bien. Oh, gracias. <laughs> And that concludes our Spanish lesson for today, boys and girls. Catch us on Miraculous on <laughs> Univision. Univision. Uh, I think. Reminds me of Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip? I uh, don't like Miracle Whip. You know that. Yeah, I know. Don't that. bring that. Don't, why do you have to bring it up? So, Matthew? Yeah, it feels like. Um, been a long time. It's good to be back since we did episode 40 last week. Yeah. The big uh, 40 ounce. Throw your 40 ounce up. Throw your 40. You remember that D12 song? I do not remember that D12 song, but I think it was off their first album, right? Yeah. Yeah. Only album? What? They're like they only had one album. Did they? Well, if they only had one album, then it was off that. I, I It was like right off the heels of... Uh, the Marshall Mathers LP, if I remember correctly. When you were just a wee lad. When I was just a baby boy? No. <laughs> what? Um, oh, forget it. I'm not going to rap Eminem. But, That's not going to happen. Not going to get me to do that like you did Beyonce last week. You tricked me. I'm not falling for it again, sir. I will eat Eminems, though. I will. I love peanut Eminems, my favorite. That's my go-to at the movie theaters. Saw some couple good movies this week too. By the way, this weekend, by the way, yeah, a, a lot, a lot's happened from uh, yeah. since last week. Yep, 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 yep. I, I don't even know where to start. Where to start? Where to start? Well, first of all, the first episode of the second half of the final season <laughs> of Attack on Titan is out. And how was it? It was all right. Is all right. Yeah. Do you think they're going to end the show well? Yeah. Yeah? Is this show, I just saw the first episode, is this show, is there a correlation to this with, like, uh, with uh, anything, like, any other media, or is this, like, independent nope. on, on its own? Nope, it's, it's on its own. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. And you said it came out in 2013? Something like that. Okay. I remember my first time watching it, and it was, like, unlike anything I'd ever seen before. Um. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen people being eaten like that before in an anime, which is pretty cool, you know. But I don't watch a lot of anime, so, you know. And, like, your first time, I, sh I showed it to you before the party, your first time watching that, you kept asking, like, where are the cocks out? Where yeah. are the cocks at? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, if if, if you just got big naked giants, <laughs> you know, rolling around, and then, you know, there's no, like, uh, is it? I didn't, you know, I would just assume you'd have, you know, Giant dongs, but no dongs, which leads me to believe that they're weapons. I'm just saying that because you told me that, and I want to sound smart. Which leads me to formulate a hypothesis. <laughs> My personal hypothesis is that the giants are asexual. Based on the evidence <laughs> at hand, we can therefore uh, come to the conclusion that henceforth <laughs> furthermore <laughs> well yeah attack on titan is a phenomenal show uh it's four seasons we have been waiting all year now is this the, it's it's four seasons total or four seasons yeah are so out? this is the the fourth season is the final season mm, okay 
uh, first of all, the soundtrack of the show is fucking banging. It is banging, as you saw. Yeah, it, it, it only is it only gets better. It is banging. Uh, the concept. It looks the, really cool, man. The way that it's filmed, just the look and feel of it yeah. is super dope, super unique. Yeah. Uh, the I like the like what they were doing where it was just like. St- like one still picture and they're just moving essentially the camera right yeah, not, yeah, yeah you know yeah, yeah. um they, it seemed like just even in that first episode they had a lot of shots like that i thought that was really cool and um the fucking omnidirectional gear oh that fucking spider suit thing the, yeah that thing is dope and as you watch it you're gonna see how like how that works and see more of that and bro, like this show is like, uh, is it fantasy and like, um, like uh, there's like some sort of savior, prophesized savior that's gonna come? Do, no, do humans have do end up getting any kind of special powers or a special power team? No, th- this is more like, um, like there's a history, like there's a there's a group, like there's is more like. Uh, like devils as opposed to saviors, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And like where the power comes from. Okay. There's like a whole, uh, like this world has like its own mythology to it. Okay. Uh, I just gotta watch. Yeah. Basically, I just gotta watch. Okay. It like at the surface, when I first started watching it, I had no idea just how layered it was gonna be. And then you get into it, and it just keeps taking you further down the rabbit hole. Okay. But, like, it's something that you got to go in the correct order for it to uh, have meaning to you. So you got to watch it, like, yeah. episode by episode. Because if I'm just like, yo, this is like this, you're not going to see the significance right, until, right, right. You, until you run the gauntlet right. of the show. Okay. Okay. And it's worth it. It's worth yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It was it was definitely cool. Uh I'm probably gonna watch more of it when I get home tonight. With out the dubbing. Mm. Mm. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Subs over dubs all uh, day. Um, or with a dubbing really is what I meant to say, not without. Um What'd you think of the second book of Boba Vett? Or the second chapter? I fucking loved it. Holy fucking shit. It was fucking dope, right? How about let's I let's talk about the first thing, the running time. Like Wait, did we even talk about the first episode yet? Uh I think we did. Did we not? We can talk about the first episode. How did you feel about oh, the first episode? Yeah, oh did? yeah, we did, because we had that book of Matthew episode. Yeah. Um This show is so fucking good. It's not trying to be Something that's not. No. Is yo, first of all. It's not the Mandalorian. So let's just start. Yeah. Let's just start with that. That is not the Mandalorian. Yo, first of all, I didn't we knew Boba Fett survived, obviously. Right. I didn't know like what to expect in terms of backstory. The flashbacks. Loving them. Oh, dude. The Tuscan Raider flashbacks? Yeah. Dude, that the At first, like the first episode is like, okay, like we see some backstory. But it's like, yo, who sent the assassins? You know what I'm saying? What's going on with this? Right. But now I'm like totally invested. Yeah. In the backstory. Oh yeah. And yo, when the little hallucinogenic lizard went up his nose, <laughs> he goes, "I'm sorry, I swallowed, I swallowed it." <laughs> Slippery little bugger. <laughs> uh, I think I think the the yo the train the, scene the train scene is sick. Yo, the, that whole fucking heist aspect the, was so fucking cool. The, the way Tuscan they did that. Raider in the black that fucking accelerates her speeder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I say her because the the person that plays it, the the person that, that's behind that black Tuscan Raider is a woman. Okay. Um, and she jumps from the speeder onto the train, and then just goes to town on the dudes inside the train, and you just like the comedy of it, right? You just see them like. Whoop, Whoop, one by one, she's taking them out, right? Um, so good, man. So good. Do you do you foresee a, a run in with um Obi Wan Kenobi? I, I was gonna say Darth Maul. 
Uh, is that the well, right time period for this? Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, so you there? Yes, that could happen. So someone even said on yo, because what what's that? What what are those aliens called again? Wait, hold on. No, this that can't happen. He can't have a run in with Darth Maul. Sorry, in the timeline, he he wouldn't because Darth Maul dies before Luke becomes, before we see him in 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 New Hope. Obi Wan kills him in Rebels on Tatooine, and then Darth Maul finally sees like the End Game or whatever, and he's and he was like, he will avenge us all, oh, and he yeah. was talking about Luke. Oh yeah, that does happen. But this is Crimson Dawn. That's the Crimson Dawn, correct? Yes, that's Darth Maul's uh, syndicate. Uh, but they have a lot of, so they're doing a lot of tie-ins. Because I saw someone even said that at some point during Episode Two, I forget when they were even playing the theme music that plays for Crimson Dawn, like at another time and place. So you get Crimson Dawn a lot in of, uh, um the shows the tv shows right rebels um and uh yeah they're the big Clone spice wars. movers yeah when, when i'm not in star wars mode fully which i'm not right now mm-hmm. then like the, the like the timeline gets all jumbled up in my head well the big spice movers are those dudes yeah, at, yeah, yeah. at the end i always forget their names um that he lets go right but like they're I, in charge of the whole like but that's yeah, who everybody like, kicks up to. Like I remember a scene when uh Obi Wan and Anakin were fighting Count Dooku on their planet. On on which oh yeah on their, yeah 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 and they yeah. all got kidnapped they they all got basically yeah, held yeah, for yeah, yeah. for ransom yeah yeah I remember that and that was just such a fucking badass lightsaber battle and then they're fucking fighting them off too. One of my favorite lightsaber battles of all time is not in any of the movies. It's actually Obi-Wan versus Darth Maul and uh, his brother. Um, what's this guy's name? Oh, my God. I'm drawing a blank. Um, anyways. Who's, wait, whose brother? Darth Maul's brother. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Savage. Sa- Sav- Savage Oppressed? Yeah, Savage Oppressed. Yeah. Um, they fight well, I him. I feel like they use a random name gem- generator to come up with that <laughs> name. Still. <laughs> They probably use the Wu Tang random name generator. Um, the that that fight scene is awesome. You know who I haven't seen live action yet, and I'm kind of hoping we get to see him. Who is kind of a big time player in both Rebels and uh, Clone Wars? Who, oh, Malone? Hondo. You're right. We haven't. I love Hondo. I love Hondo. I love Hondo. Wait, but when? Because he'd be dead by now. He <sighs> he was a fucking old man in uh in, Rebels. In in Rebels, maybe uh, I don't know. I don't know. It would be great to see him though. But I love how I love how they're tying in a lot of first of all stuff that's happened on on uh in Rebels in Clone Wars, um stuff that's happened in the comic book uh the the darth vader comic book obviously the big reveal this week or one of the big reveals this week uh was black chrysanthemum uh who is a bounty hunter and i'm sure i'm saying his name wrong and i'm sorry and i'll get slack for it or whatever um but is a uh is a bounty hunter uh who's worked with boba before um and they work together through jabba this is all in the comic book darth vader actually hires him um so it's cool to see that that you already know they're setting something up between those two guys way he was glaring yeah at you already know that something's going down with the with that whole situation and then the two twins that was dope the you know um and so i i, I was i was super stoked i was super stoked this week uh, the, so uh, these are the first huts aside from jabba that are live action that are live action, yes. Yeah, because we've yes. seen a lot more huts, but they've all been in um in the sh- in the series in the Clone in the Wars. Car- yeah, correct in the in the Clone Wars or in Rebels, but not in uh, live action. I believe these are the s- only two other ones because you only see Jabba. There are no huts in the prequels. Yeah, and there are no huts in those sequels. Yeah, so uh, the Book of Boba Fett is. It's fucking airtight, super on brand. I'm wrong. 
You're wrong. I'm wrong. There's huts in Phantom Menace when they do the pod race. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Mm. I think they're hut. They're huts. I. They're not a big part of it. They're not a big part of but it. But like I, I, I think they're there. Yeah, I think they're there. I will leave it to you to watch Phantom Menace. <laughs> It's it's underrated. It's actually pretty decent. No, just because I'm I'm busy binging Castle right now. <laughs> oh, you were gonna say? Uh, well, this the Book of Boba Fett and the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Two TV series mm-hmm. are elevating an entire franchise. Oh yeah. So kudos to them. And not just any franchise, one of the most iconic franchises in the history of film. Well, who's running the show? Who's, who's running is, uh, that? David Filoni and, and John, John Favreau. Favreau. And uh, Robert Rodriguez apparently has a big part of uh, of what's going on in the Book of Vet as well. But that's like, as, as much disdain was created from that last uh, trilogy... Mm-hmm. Once Disney took the reins, yeah, with some shows, you know what I'm saying to single handedly, like I'm not gonna say salvage because it's not like they left the franchise in disarray, right? You know, even if a lot of people didn't like them, you know, a lot of new fans and new generations, so on and so forth. But to to elevate the like. I want to say like the artistic integrity and just enrich the whole universe. Right. And the storytelling. It's really the storytelling, Yeah, like man. these shows, like there's people that have watched The Mandalorian that haven't seen a single. A Star other, Wars movies. Yeah, exactly. Well, one of the one of the things that The Mandalorian does right away is that right from the first scene of the show, you know you're watching a space western. Like right from the get go, you already you you kind of already have an idea of what's gonna you know like what this show is about. Like this is the kind of guy you're not gonna fuck with, right? The man with no name, you know, um, and no, the man with no face, no face too, right? Um, and uh, but it's it's it lets you know what you're getting. The book of vet, I love the fact that it's not trying to be the Mandalorian. And it's not trying to be the TV shows like the 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 cartoons, but that it's creating on top of that world. You know what I'm saying? And like elevating it and making it better and like telling its own story in its own unique way and not just trying to be formulaic of like, oh, well, the Mandalorian is successful. So let's just try to copy the exact same thing we're doing on the Mandalorian for this show. You know what I'm saying? Like they're doing a really, really good job of it, and I think it it drives. Here's the thing: it drives the story forward. Like yeah. it's it, it's it's doing a good job of that. Um, you know, there, did you ever watch Parks Parks and Rec? Oh yeah, you're talking about Pat and Oswald, <laughs> but that that was also in a book. I've I've already looked into uh, this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what it was in the book where he and Hans, it was like a him and Hans solo story, right? Isn't it? I think it's, I think it's that book. I don't, I didn't look that far uh, into it. Yeah. Uh, look, but that's like, I, I don't know, I don't know which came first, but like, obviously, they that, like the book, they, probably they, came they like, they, they liked one or both of them, you know what I'm saying, for the depiction of uh, Boba, so uh, surviving the Sarlacc, or, or you know, you just they know that like maybe that book was popular. Right, so why not use it? You know, why not use that? That fans like it. Go ahead and use it. Um, I thought I I thought the the scenes this week with uh, Tuscan Raiders was pretty funny. Right, it was good. And yeah, then at I the got, end, I they got do fucking the hookup, lost in the, the flashbacks to the point I. I couldn't believe the running time. I kept thinking it was just going to end. I was like, oh, it's going to end any minute. It's going to end any minute. It gave us so much. (laughs) For the last, like, half hour, I just kept thinking it was going to end at any moment. And I think this is really showing us the the process of his character development. Right. Because you see where he's at in present day where he wants to rule with respect. And, you know... 
we saw him in the Mandalorian, which, you know, obviously this is the first time we've seen this character interacting uh, with someone like whatever the fuck the Mandalorian's name is. Uh, Jin, oh, damn it. Jinjarin. Gingivitis. No, Jin Jinjarin. Jin Jinjarin. But um, obviously this is a different person than and cause we got some way back flashbacks too, like when he was on his uh uh spiritual journey or whatever. Oh yeah. That's like this is a different person than, you know, who swore vengeance against Mace Windu and like there's a reason he didn't go just go back to being a bounty hunter. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And they're gonna show us that. And it's gonna be good. That story is 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 they're doing it really well. I I honestly think that I don't think it's a show that can last a lot of ser- like a lot of seasons. Right? I think this is kind of like a story that you kind of want to tell. You don't want to overdo it. So I'm thinking this is probably like four seasons. Yo, you know? was he already an anti-hero figure or was he a straight up villain oh he was a villain i mean he but everybody so like i mean he doesn't really say much and do much in the first star wars and then the th- or the second star wars because he's an empire okay um you know vader tells him no disintegration right um and whatever that means okay and then he goes and he you know gets han solo he brings him back to jabba and then he's working for Jabba in the third one in return. And they're on the floating pirate ship thing. And everything goes to hell sideways. And he takes a blaster bolt, or I think it's either a blaster bolt or a late uh, or the a lightsaber How to the back of his jetpack. I don't want to know, bro. I don't want to know. Some things Star Wars doesn't need to answer. <laughs> Some th- some things that Do you ever uh, think about that? I, How does a hut fuck? No. Maybe hut they fuck. lay eggs. <laughs> so they're, they're more like egg layers. I mean, cause Jabba's Jabba's got a son. Yeah. Yeah. And he clearly had a thing for Princess Leia. Usa Baka Waka. Jabba. Does Jabba have a cock? No. Oh. <laughs> Why, bro? Why can't we just have like a normal <laughs> Star Wars conversation? Why do you got to bring in the more importantly, does he have balls? <laughs> He's got a cock. Does he have balls? <laughs> so I, they, I wish that probably not going to get that answer. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> what oh. are you looking at? What is it? To, ah! I can't. No, I can't look away. It's oh, it's that bad. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yo, there's a cartoon is where like <laughs> Leia's like naked on him. Uh oh, and she's like, "Hey, where's your dick?" And he's and he's saying, "You don't get it, honey. I am the dick." <laughs> <coughs> that's horrible that is horrible yo there's a job of the hut beanbag chair no uh, oh. <laughs> i won it. okay well uh. get off the internet uh. <laughs> this is but he was he was uh but he was originally a villain and then he was just cool yo, do, you have, cool do, you have, do you have your phone i do but my phone is actually dead right now I'm an irresponsible human being. What do you want from me? Um. Anyways, he was a I, he I, was a villain. I need to show you this. Uh, oh my god! All right, dude. <laughs> dude, can you tell the audience what you're looking at? Because I I don't know how to. So, <laughs> actually, no. Don't. I'm, I'm looking at a. Uh, a version of Jabba the Hutt. No, actually, that's not. Okay, that's not. Okay. <laughs> why? Why did you have a change of heart there? <laughs> it's I don't. Mm. It's a little too graphic because it's if, pretty graphic. I mean, you, I would have done it. If you want to see for yourself, 
Turn off safe search and just <laughs> Google. Never a good thing. First, Google Jabacock. <laughs> you won't be disappointed. Um, so Star Wars porn just kind of like writes itself. Yeah. Well. Oh man. I well, what? I wasn't gonna say something, but I'm not gonna say it. You think the twins get it on? Interspecies incest. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole barrel of monkeys uh, right that's there. It. That's it. Um it's a, it's gonna be interesting to see where the show goes, man. Um 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 we still the Also it's one of those things you don't question because it just is what it is. But why the fuck would anybody listen to a hut? What the fuck are they gonna do? They got no special powers. Well their their powers is that they're powerful. They have like they run they, but how'd they get in power in the first place? Well, I, listen, I mean, there's, I'm sure there's a backstory to it. I mean, I don't, I'm not 100%. I got laid in high school, okay? You know, I don't know all of the facts. I have some of them. <laughs> I don't know how the Huts got into power. Uh, Look, nobody wants to listen to a podcast about a guy that got laid in high school. They want somebody with all of the fucking facts, okay? <laughs> well, sorry. Mr. Fuller himself. Went to high school in 1952. No, wow. I probably would have got a better education than the one that I got, even though I got a pretty good education. I just squandered it. <laughs> See, that's an old person word. Clearly. Squandered. I mean, look where you ended up. Ah, hey, <laughs> I like it here. It's nice. Um, So, you know what else I saw this weekend, Matthew? Other other than Jabba's cock? Other than Jabba's cock. I saw Ghostbusters Afterlife. How was that? Very nostalgic. It was, uh, I, I thought it was a really good uh, sequel to the original two movies. But it's straight nostalgia. It's just like, it's pure nostalgia. It's just as, like, as much as they could do. But the story was good. It was Ooh. done very well. Cool. It's been done very well. I think you'll like it if you see it. Uh, I don't gonna, think you're gonna rent it. I don't. I don't think it's worth you renting it. But when it comes to Netflix, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna see it. Really? Yeah. Did you watch the first two Ghostbusters movies? I've seen like the first one uh, when I was a kid. That's a classic. But um, yo, one thing we never uh, wrapped up was on wrapped up on was uh, the last episode of Hawkeye. Oh. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The Hawkeye show ended up being good. I give it eight out of ten overall. Mm-hmm. Kate Bishop grew on me. I like where she's at. I like what they did with the the roots of the relationship building between the new Hawkeye and the new Black Widow. Yeah, I, I like what you know, Yelena and Clint had their moment they did um so charlie cox was in spider-man no way home correct and and we got kingpin played by vincent d'onofrio exactly okay let me tell you something the kingpin portrayal in hawkeye is a blemish on that character's legacy. Wow. Okay. I give I give Kingpin two out of ten. Woo! Now, the, do you think he can redeem himself in your eyes? So, well, like, first of all, it diminished the whole show, okay? He was a fucking laughing stock. It was out of character. So, like, here's the thing. They spent all this time setting him up. This crazy fucking scary guy behind the shadows. Mm -hmm. And then this motherfucker just ends up uh, brawling in a fucking toy store. Okay? With Kate Bishop. (laughs) Yeah, look. And the king, like, this motherfucker, this is a guy, historically, with goons on goons on goons. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got to get to him. 
he doesn't just fucking brawl in the store. That's like, you. oh, like that that bitch is it. Like we're gonna get her. He doesn't just fucking uh, show up at Rockefeller Center and get out of the car. And it's like it was it was just so fucking out of character. Yeah, I see what you're saying. That's like at first, it was like, oh, they gave him the cane with the diamond on it. Okay, he's got a the Hawaiian shirt and a suit. I think he had an ascot, okay? He was looking very comic-y. But it was the same guy that did the amazing portrayal in the Daredevil series. Yeah. So it was all very brought together. Until, yo, whatever writers was in charge of the Kingpin going on, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry, but you fucking fumbled the bag, okay? It was fucking trash. <laughs> it was garbage. It was scum. How fucking dare you? How fucking dare you? I give you a two out of ten. Okay, Hawkeye ended up being good. And then Let's talk about their body count. Well, like well, like to see the Kingpin like comically strong was cool. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He got fucking hit by a car. And then, you know, Kate Bishop is so it was through her tenacity and a fucking quiver full of trick arrows. That she took him down. Like, but it was just so like, it shouldn't have even gone down like that in the first place. Like, everything was good except for the fact they brought him there the way they did for him to act how he did. That's not, that's, it's. This didn't make sense. Yeah, like, I would have preferred no cameo, no kingpin. I would have preferred for him to just remain in the shadows. Just see, just see, like a a, a the cane, maybe. You Bro, know what that I'm motherfucker has enough, and they they talk about this. Oh, like he's in a place where, you know, he's trying to regain his power over the city since New York. He's been in that position so many different times, so many different ways already. Like he's got enough notable lieutenants. You know what I'm saying? Anybody else could have gone down there, but the man himself, fuck out of here. <laughs> He's the kingpin of crime for a reason. He runs it from fucking behind the fucking shadows shadow. <laughs> He's the shadows shadow. Are you fucking kidding me? I will say. Uh, the body count was extremely high. Easily over 200 people and a lot of pedestrians. Some of those trick arrows were a little deadly. It's the other thing. Like it's hard. Like sometimes on the show, like they were coming at them with baseball bats. I'm like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing coming at this guy with a baseball bat, bro? And let me just say something. I'm pretty sure the NYPD has a faster response rate than a 45 minutes for a mass casualty <laughs> event. At Rockefeller Center. Asi- like aside from that, it was, uh, yo, my favorite part. The owl. When he shot the Pam arrow. Oh yeah. And he was it when he fell into the tree and you see the yeah. owl. <laughs> super fucking cute. The tree falls. She shoots the Pam arrow. When they were trying to hit them with the truck. So they turned into a toy car on ice. <laughs> and the out the baby owl comes and picks it up like a little mouse and flies away. And they're like, I guess that's that. That was like, you know, first. First, they had uh, Icarus commit suicide by flying into the sun, and now Disney's getting bold. <laughs> yeah, that Disney's was getting. I bold. was like, "Yo, that like that's pretty like you're alluding to something pretty fucking graphic here," and I love it. I'm here for it. Well, I'm telling you, there's a scene where she blows up like one of one of the 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 like shipping. You know, like because they're in mover mover trucks. Yeah, she blows one of those up, and it's full of henchmen. That thing goes flying in the air and then, like, comes down. I'm like, everybody in that car is dead or at least a quadriplegic. Like, nobody's surviving that thing unscathed. But, uh, I, you know, I like the show. I thought it was good, man. I'm, I'm, I'm actually really turning into a big fan of Jeremy Renner, man. Um, I, I told you I watched that show, Mayor of Kingstown, that he's in. Yeah. Dude, they just had their fucking season finale, and that shit was crazy, Matt crazy it was like it was one of the craziest things i've seen like on a tv series where i was like i just wasn't expecting that to go down like that 
Um, but it was, um, it's good. It's good. I, that's, that's another show of his, um, that, uh, that I think you'd like. It's also the guy that created that show created Yellowstone as well. So if people like Yellowstone, they'll probably like that show. Um, so how I got it down, I can't find it. Uh, one of my favorite characters ended up being, uh, Jack Duquesne. Oh yeah, the swordman. Right? He was slaying dudes. Yo, so with that, with that sword, and th- this was on me, cause like as we talked about, I haven't done a fucking uh, deep dive since Wandavision. Mm-hmm. I haven't felt uh, compelled to. Right. Wandavision still unparalleled in my eyes. <laughs> I'm so hyped for Multiverse of Madness, but Wandavision. Some of the best TV ever made. Uh, Anywho, or I would have. So they set up. There was that element of, um, like mystique and espionage, but that ended up being because you know when a like when a character is like, uh, kind of friendly and goofy, but it it's unnerving because like they're possibly hiding that sadistic side of them. Mm-hmm. But that's just Jack, du- Jack Duquesne's actual personality. <laughs> and Swordsman. Trains Hawkeye. Yeah. And yeah. Sword so, so in the comics, Jack. So, yeah. it, like, if I would have, I, I didn't I didn't look that up until uh, after the conclusion. But if I, if I would have known that, then I would have probably not been suspecting him the whole time. Well, he turns into a bad guy. And then he, he turns into he turns into a bad guy. Then he turns into like an anti-hero. Then he kind of turns into a good guy. I think he even takes up the mantle of Hawkeye at one point. Um It's a it's it's a storyline if I'm not mistaken. It's it goes back. It's like a, a storyline from like the 70s probably. <laughs> Late 70s, early 80s maybe. Yeah, he's a Yeah. Yeah. But uh whoever that actor is like with that nailed and that, it and that fucking mustache. That mustache was banging. And son. he'd fucking never uh his charm never wavered. <laughs> his his sword fighting skills were banging though, dude. His, he was laying waste to dudes on the street. <laughs> Yo, so, so uh I got this I got this from the internet. <clears throat> uh they said I, I don't have the credit of the original author. Uh, I cannot believe Jack Duquesne was framed for a murder, posted bail, showed up with a sword at the Christmas party organized by his ex-fiance who framed him, was attacked by the tracksuit mafia, and thought to himself, this is my time to shine, and then proceeded to murder multiple people of the mob with said sword. Unhinged behavior. I'm so sorry I doubted you, King. <laughs> that is that's that, that's some of the best character development ever, right? That there. is such a perfectly apt description of what makes that guy so fucking great. <laughs> it, he was hilarious. He would that that it was it an accent, I guess, or just like the way he spoke. Right was just yeah, the, the, and the, the way he was always misquoting yeah. quotes and just like the that like the uh, very playfulness of the character. Yeah, and he he was very much like uh, carried himself as like someone of that like uh, tax bracket would you know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, an elite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was he was like he was just played it so fucking charming, right. and it turned out. That he was not, there was no malice whatsoever. It was his, it was her mom that was a bad person. It wasn't that dude. He yeah. just wanted the sword. That's all he wanted. He just wanted that sword. And then the I, w- I will say, too, that uh, I feel like they, they fumbled that emotionally a little bit with her mom. Like, that was just kind of, you know, like a plot device and then. Like that was their intent from the very beginning, you know, give her some, a little bit more tragedy to seal the deal on her origin story. 
but but like her mom never became like a uh memorable character for me right where i was like oh i was so torn i was like okay whatever like that's how she's gonna do it. that's how she's gonna do it and uh, then yeah the kingpin uh see willem dafoe came oh. back and he said you know i'm coming back how i'm coming back i'm not coming back for no damn cameo coming back and I, you know we're gonna do it you know and so did doc ock offered melina but and they killed it. Uh, but what's his face, Vincent D'Onofrio? The, yeah, exactly. I, it's, I'm not gonna talk shit about Vincent D'Onofrio. No, like I don't. I don't think it was. He's him. a phenomenal actor. Like we've clearly seen what he can do. Yeah. with good writing. I don't know. I don't know how 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 they let it get us so bad. How I mean, just, you know, maybe like, they just got maybe they just got excited that they were gonna introduce the character, um, and you know, well, listen, we have Charlie Cox and we have the Kingpin. And they're clearly gonna do something with that. Yeah, and uh, then it, and, and then it's like it was too on the nose. You know, Echo shoots him right. with, in the face, which goes like play by play for how it happens in the comics. Oh yeah, you like he survives it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So either they're gonna put a spin on that and like they just killed him off like that like it was a cameo right but as like usually disney alludes to something and pays homage you that's know, not just a cameo he's through, he through, said no it's not but a through like a multi-layer lens you know right. something they don't they don't just take the arc right from the like there's no there's no suspense there you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just like the whole the whole kingpin uh element in hawkeye the last two episodes or the la- the last episode up to the last episode the suspense was cool but the last episode they, they just shit the bed mismanaged they shit the bed and then they slept in it <gasps> which is gross ew you slept in poo poo you don't sleep in poo poo but yeah, I have just needed to get that off. I'm glad you got that off your chest, man. My chest. I'm, I'm glad you got that off your chest. Um, I thought it was I, again, dude. I I thought it was good. Um, out of the four so far, it is probably the weakest one out of the four. Like, if you have to rate the four Marvel projects that have come out for Disney Plus, so number one, Wanda, WandaVision. WandaVision or or Loki, depending on who you are. Those number two, two are, are interchangeable, right? I think those two are interchangeable. Number three. Loki was really fucking good. Dude, Loki was but, really fucking but good. WandaVision bro. did something. Like it was. They did a piece of TV. Like they did something that's like never been done before. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'll give you I'll give you on a creative scale that that what that that's that's that is true. Okay. However, can you give me the fact that like what they showed in Loki, they've never even remotely come close to showing that before. Like the absurdity of okay, wait. So what's number three then? We'll, we'll come well, back well, to that. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And is Hawkeye number four? And Hawkeye's number four. Oh yeah, so yeah, that's last. I mean, because the at the end of the day, the action and 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 uh, kept uh, the the Falcon and Winter Soldier was a lot better than the Hawkeye action. Although I did like the witty banter, what that what what they have done really well is the witty banter between the the, the main characters for the show. The writing has been pretty good for the two main characters. Mm-hmm. You know, Wandavision was sick though. Now that's a character, the agent. What's his What's this dude's name? The Asian what, what dude, do? the Asian dude from Wandavision. The FBI agent. He's also uh, an Ant Man. Fuck, hold on. He's um. Is it? I don't. I don't. I don't want to be disrespectful and say Agent Chow or something like that because I was. I'm not sure if that's it. James Wu, Agent James, Wu. Agent Wu, Agent Wu. Yeah, uh, that character. That's a. I'd like to see a spinoff of that that guy, like a. <laughs> like an office type show of him in the FBI. 
like having to deal with this. Yo, he's <laughs> fucking phenomenal. He's so good, man. He's so good. That was one of my favorite characters in in, in all, all the ones that he's been in, but WandaVision especially. I saw The Matrix again. I can't stop myself from watching it. It's free, and I can't stop myself from watching it. Can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Saw it again. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought no, there for okay. a second when I was looking up uh his name. Should we do what? Scat. Anyways, that concludes our commercial break. Um, that's all. I've been looking for a segue into this, but I'm just, just hit, gonna yeah, get hit into me with it. it. Cause we're getting close to that time. Wow. And the bewitching hour. So I've been on the internet this week. Oh, I love when you go on the internet. And uh, only in day reposted it, or <gasps> someone reposted it, and but the mayor of Miami posted. Oh. Is this Francis Suarez? Is that the mayor of Miami? I guess so. What does it say? So, this is for like the third year in a row. Mm-hmm. Miami mm-hmm. has been ranked mm-hmm. the number one healthiest city in America. <laughs> Now, first of all, this is something you expect to find, like, in the onion. <laughs> oh. So, first of all, let's just okay. examine where this is coming from. Okay. Mindbodyonline.com. Mindbodyonline.com is... Top is, 10 healthiest cities in America in 2022. What research and data are they using for that? As part of the annual Mind Body Wellness Index. Mm. They collect data. Uh, the rankings take a holistic look at well-being, factoring in various dimensions of wellness, how much residents exercise, how stressed they are, the amount of rest they get, how many of them smoke, how much alcohol they drink, okay, their body mass index, okay, how close they are to friends and family, okay. How connected they feel to their communities. Whether they feel spiritually fulfilled. How about sexually fulfilled? So Miami's the healthiest city in America for the third year in a row. They say the Magic City is the least stressed and the most well-rested. Have they ever been on 826? They eat their... Oh, my God. That's exactly what the comments say. I'm getting to that. They eat their fruits and vegetables. Stay hydrated. What? Engage in mentally stimulating activities and feel connected to their community. Doing blow at four o'clock in the morning <laughs> is, not, is not the stimulation no. we're talking about. No, get this out city of is one of the fittest. That I will buy. It has the highest number of residents who engage in exercise at least once a week. Or we got a lot of fun. And do so for here. at least ninety minutes a week. Yeah, we got a lot of good looking people in this town. So I they're mean, willing I- to stay up late to fit in movement. <laughs> Earning the title. That's not why they're staying up late, man. Space doesn't count. <laughs> they're also spending more money than any other city at salons and spas, wellness businesses, and fitness studios and gyms. Mm. I right, saw so the top 10. It goes Miami, uh, L.A., San Diego, Atlanta, Washington, D.C., San Francisco, California, San Jose, California, Austin, Texas, Seattle, Washington, and then Raleigh, North Carolina. Mm. Let me tell you something. I don't buy this list at all. Well, did you I'm see sorry, the uh Bailey Clark? Did you see the the what? list that Miami made of the most expensive city to live in? It was like thirty seven percent increased over the last year. Like it beat out I think So about the author. Uh oh. Bailey Clark, which is a. Uh, She's a marketing content specialist. Uh oh. A serial optimist. Okay. Enjoys writing meaningful content. San Diego native. Her favorite pastimes are surfing, F forty five, practicing yoga, meditation, 
and really any opportunity to soak up the sun. Okay, you got the context. So the mayor was happy about this. Mm-hmm. He Instagrammed it. Mm-hmm. Which takes us to the comment section. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Miami, please don't let me down. At uh, Bruno Ariat said, underscore, when they say mentally stimulating activities, they mean drugs, right? <laughs> I mean, you know. It's Miami. Uh, Mar. And underscore J said, do a mental health check, not a fitness check. <laughs> At J Mena 068 said, Bro, whoever came up with this did not drive a single minute in Miami because only a commute to work makes you question human dignity and certain human rights. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's not far from true. Uh, Queens get the money said, laugh my ass off. Who the fuck wrote this? They must live on Star (laughs) Island or some shit. Uh, Alvaro... Delorio said going to 11 is not cardio. <laughs> Actually, I don't. Well, maybe. How, how long is your heart rate up? <laughs> the real John Mack said the four hour lines at every COVID testing site determined that was a lie. Uh, XI underscore 28 said bullshit. How many have gotten robbed and mugged in Miami Beach last year? I'll wait. Uh, here's a mention of road rage on the Palmetto on 836. How about the shooting in Doral yesterday? Uh, Casca <laughs> underscore BJJ said, I believe if you set foot in Princess Hotel in Lejeune, you're immune to anything. <laughs> that person is right. <laughs> uh, Johnny V underscore 305 said, did they mean Miami, Ohio? Johnny V, 305. Uh, a household, A underscore household underscore name, 152, uh, came with the st- statistics. Uh-oh. Miami is home to the most rent burden people in the U.S. Uh-huh. Many residents here pay more than 30% of their annual income on housing. Yep. The National Low Income Housing Coalition, New York University, and Harvard University researchers revealed Miami is the least affordable city in America. Then a study by the Corporation for Enterprise Development, a nonprofit think tank, revealed 74% of Miami's black and Latino population lives in liquid asset poverty, meaning they don't have enough savings to cover the basic life expenses for three months. And according to another report by the Institute for Women's Policy Research, 20% of our women live in poverty. I could go on, but I think I, I think I've made my point. However, I am curious how this poll was conducted and what variables were considered when defining healthy because everything i just shared points to a much bleaker definitely definitely poor quality of life for miamians i think that person is just hit the nail right on the head and then uh <laughs> real underscore sk said they must have conducted this survey when everyone was still stuck on the 826 and how many of us have been stuck on that thing at Eva X Eva said, "Yeah, sure. What after a bunch of uh, laughing emojis? What are you smoking? God, what are you trying to sell? Come to downtown Miami, sir. Around Flagler, Biscayne, and Sixty Second. Garbage everywhere. Also downtown. People living on, people living, and shitting on the streets. Yeah, doing crack or any convenience drug. Middle of the day." Stop your troll of nonsense. Open your eyes before posting such BS. I stopped buying your BS long time ago. Well, I'm glad that he stopped buying her BS a long time ago. However, I will agree then, with him on the poop. Then situation. some drama in the comments. Uh oh. C note 4K replied, said, I don't agree with that, so it's obviously not true, and put a clown emoji. Oh. Then Eva X Eva said, C note 4K, yeah. 
<laughs> Come to downtown. I work here and have seen it all from people shitting on the streets without regards to sharing crack pipes. You must be in La La Land. From rats to shit to drugs and bums. Come and spend one day down here. Wear a mask so you don't smell the urine and in each closed downtown store and every block and people sleeping outside them. It, the homeless situation blah, 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 in downtown blah. is really, really bad. Like, oh, really, bro, really bad. I was down there last week, and I was like... It's yeah. like Gotham City bad down there. Yeah, for yeah. real. And I was like, <laughs> It's what? like Gotham City bad down there. It's 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 been it's that literally way. literally like... What happened was they moved Camilla's house to 67th on the other side, or 62nd on the other side of... Um, the expressway, uh, I guess west of the expressway, and uh, a lot of homeless people just stayed in that congregation area because that's where it used to be. So I don't know, man. It's oh, so this is my favorite comment from Angel Three Hundred Five Worldwide. Mm-hmm. He just said, <laughs> "Can get killed over a parking spot anywhere in Miami." <laughs> <laughs> Solid. So yeah, I thought that. Yeah, was, man. Uh, don't you dare say anything good about Miami. Me? No, I'm just saying uh, in general. L- listen, we will come for you. It's not. There's good things to say about Miami. It's just that the last two years, really, I think, have exposed how crazy this place has has become um and i mean honestly i don't really want to live here anymore (laughs) so you know uh but uh you know i'm not i'm not in my early 20s i guess if i was in my early 20s this would be the city to be in but this is not my bag anymore you know you can get shot that dude was right you can't get shot over a parking space here like that's like a legit thing that will happen in this fucking town um you know, and I guess that could happen anywhere because it does happen anywhere, but I think you have a higher chance of it happening here. So, uh, yeah, know. I mean, if you're going to factor in spiritual wellness, but not traffic. Yo, traffic here will, 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 will make a religious person not believe in God. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll test your faith. You know, that comment <laughs> where he was like, it'll test your he was faith. like, one commute to work will make you question human dig- human <laughs> dignities and human rights. It's <laughs> just, just like, oh, my God. But, you know, the whole city's corrupt. All our politicians, thanks for that. So, you know, bienvenido a Miami, as we like to say. Living la vida loca. It is. It's still beautiful down here. There are things that I do love about Miami. Like what? I love the parks. I think we have some really beautiful parks. Um, and I enjoy that. Um, I still love the weather. You know what I'm saying? Um, I love the food here. You know, I, I I know what it's like not to go without Cuban food for long periods of time. I don't like That was it. the other thing that was heavily <laughs> mentioned along with the 826 in Palmetto was like, bro, there's a, there's a bakery on every other corner <laughs> pastelitos croquetas you know it's it sucks going without them i know i want one right now i always want croquetas always want croquetas i will eat i will i you know what i think i'm gonna i'm gonna enter a croqueta eating contest because i think i can eat the most croquetas in the entire world i think you should just go to the gym <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not even gonna egg you on it's a terrible idea i think it's a great idea i think it will bring publicity to the show when i win the man die of a heart attack <laughs> immediately thereafter drop dead of a heart attack sir oh man young bald uh prodigy reluctantly carries on in wake of tragedy <laughs> that's what the headline will read 
What headline? Where? <laughs> what headline? Where? I, I listen. I'm rooting for that headline. I would root for that headline if that happened. You know, means you know, young Local podcaster dares to defy the odds. No, dares to defy city being named healthiest city. <laughs> Says I will prove them wrong. Drops dead the following day. Don't fucking say that. <laughs> You're going to feel horrible if I don't wake up tomorrow. Oh. No. Well, I mean. Look, you see that? You see that? If you enter the, if you enter the Coquetta. How about contest, this? Local podcaster. becomes Scott. <laughs> Live on Fox. <laughs> okay, guys. What you want to do is you want to open your mouth like this. <laughs> Cox on Fox. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I got I got the hiccups. It's the end of the show. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Love you guys. Oh, <laughs> Goodbye.